Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Righteous Warriors, welcome back. Welcome back. This is episode... Do I know? (laughs) Episode 5. This is episode... (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Yeah, this is episode 5. This is episode 5. Today, obviously, we're going to be talking about the the coronavirus. It's something we've kind of been... uh, Pushing to the side a little bit, you know, and that's uh, whose fault is that? That's my fault. <laughs> you know why? Because I don't want to talk about it. It's a weird thing to talk about, man. But yeah. anyways, we hope y'all have enjoyed the season so far. We hope y'all have been listening to everything. We talked about a bunch of different topics, but today is the day we talk about the the year the world went crazy, <laughs> crazier, crazier, <laughs> crazier. Twenty twenty has been the weirdest year. In my lifetime, uh, probably since I guess 2001. 2001 was a weird year because of you know that was that was the year of 9/11. But uh, you know, 2008 was a pretty weird year. We had a black man elected to be president. Mm-hmm. As as far as the history of America goes, that was pretty weird. But nothing <laughs> has been as weird as 2020, where literally every single month has gotten <laughs> worse <laughs> than the one before. Uh, We're like in our apocalypse. Yeah. January was all right, as far as I remember. Uh, I think things were going a little crazy in China. Um, that was when the corona. Uh, December was the was when the coronavirus was finally like announced, and uh, you know we understood that things were going bad in China. January was when allegedly our administration was was brought to the the coronavirus was brought to the attention of our administration. And uh, action was taken and or not taken. I'm not really here to talk about that. Politics are politics. And uh, we're not here for those. But um, we're not here for those. At the end <clears throat> of the day, January was all right. And then February. What even happened in February? I don't even remember. But I know that everything just went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember. I remember. I really don't remember much of February. Because like, the, the world, life just goes so by so fast. Mm. But like. I remember. I remember leaving for spring break, and everyone was like, "Hey, this coronavirus might be kind of serious." And I was like, "Ah, it's all right." <laughs> yeah. When came back to school from spring break, and then the, everyone was like, "We're gonna stop everything," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, so it is kind of serious, yeah, huh?" It is. And and in the, the first week of March. I remember the the conversation being, well, like, well, it's just, it's basically just, you know, a worse version or an easier version of the flu or a different version of the flu. The flu is worse. The flu has killed more people this year. Yada, 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 yada. And, you know, even, even to me then I was kind of like, well, that's not how new viruses work. (laughs) Like the, the flu is one thing because we already know what the flu is for the most part, unless it mutates massively. We know what it does. Um, we can, we can typically get people the help that they need. Shout out to Tampa flu. But, um, then the coronavirus, coronavirus and like people started, a lot of people started dying. It was highly contagious. Um, athletes started coming out and being like, I got it. And then, <laughs> I got it. And then all of a sudden, so I, I'm a college athlete. For those of you who are first time listeners, I say it on every episode, but <laughs> I got to flex it. Um, I'm a D3 college athlete, though, so I ain't flexing too hard. But um, all of our, I remember that the, the day of indoor nationals, um, 
uh, all of uh, a bunch of my teammates had had gone. They had already left campus. Um, while they were in transit, um, NCAA had started announcing that they were going to um, postpone and or cancel all the outdoor seasons, all the spring uh, activities, all that type of stuff with spectators. Um, and then it, I believe they had gone to the track. And once they got on the track, they had found out that everything was going to get canceled. Um, so indoor nationals got canceled. The NCAA tournaments got canceled. Um, all of them, like the NCAA, the NBA, uh, their season was postponed. The NHL season was postponed. MLB was postponed. So like, I'll, I'll, like the world literally shut down. Yeah. And as an American who loves his sports, my world shut down because I was <laughs> like, bro, what am I supposed to watch when I get home? Like, I get it. Like, my classes are getting moved to to online. Um, football. Obviously, there's a little football. It's spring. You no, know, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> the XFL got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. We, uh, we went to, I remember it was like a Wednesday that we got notified that, like, everything was, that we were going to have to be moved off campus. And they were like, yeah, y'all got to leave by Friday. And I was like, what? 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 <laughs> but my campus only closed for potentially three weeks, right? So I didn't, <laughs> I was dumb. And I was like, it's going to be fine. We're going to be back in three weeks. And uh, I took, like, not even half of my stuff home. <laughs> and then uh, it was like a week later, they were like, yeah, yeah, y'all ain't coming back. So, uh, deuces. <laughs> so, uh, either y'all gotta come get your stuff immediately, or, uh, we gonna hold on to it for a break. And so, uh, the timing of the situation, I couldn't go get my stuff. I literally just got my stuff two weeks ago. Um, and right now it is May 29th. So, that's crazy. Yeah. And that happened second week of March, first week of March, or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, it was second crazy. week of March. But, that's been my experience so far, you know, and, uh, yeah, what's your experience been with the virus so far? Me so far? I, the quarantine is what got me. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarantine is just being staying in the house and stuff like that. Yeah. That right there, I can't, I can't stay in the house too long. Yeah. You, know, you start to go crazy. A bit. I feel like a person, you know what I mean? So. Not a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just, you know, I go out once in a while, you know what I mean, chilling and doing my thing just yeah. to get out and get some fresh air because you cannot stay in the house because you go crazy yeah you go crazy I, I second that I mean when I came home uh the my job was still open I work at a gym and um my job was still open all the gyms were still open and for those of y'all who don't know I'm an absolute workout aholic like that is my addiction I have to work out every day or yep. my life is ruined <laughs> I get I get extremely sad if I don't work out. So, you know, I remember one day I went to the gym. I keep I pay thirty dollars a month for this gym membership. So for some people that y'all might be like, that's nothing. For some of y'all, y'all might be like, yeah, you pay for a gym membership. But <laughs> but uh, I pay thirty dollars a month for a gym membership. And I went back to the gym and I remember them being like, whoa whoa whoa, you can't go inside. We're only allowing like ten people in at a time, and you can only work out for thirty minutes. I was like. Run me my money right now. <laughs> right? Like, that was my initial reaction. And then, you know, uh, you peel back the layers, and you're like, well, dang. 
like now that I see it, like as of right now, the death toll has just crossed a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand human beings in America, in the U.S. alone, the death toll has risen to over a hundred thousand. Um, and it once you once you see those numbers, it kind of like brings it to brings you back to reality to be kind of like, oh, like you're right, like we should be closing down gyms, we should be closing down you know, large public gatherings, we should be doing these things, like, these are the right moves, but, uh, but this quarantine life, though, bro, quarantine, this quarantine life, quarantine, dog, I've been hurting, bro, I've been hurting, too, listen, I, I, for those of you, I, I stay, I, I live with my parents, right, 20 years old, I live with my parents, listen, man, I ain't never wanted to fight <laughs> my elders so much in my life, but I mean, in a way, it's brought us closer because you know, for for some of y'all who are like me, you know, as you get older, you kind of drift away from your parents. You want that you want that independence more, and you, you once you go to college, you get a taste of that independence. When you come back home, it it is not the same at all. Man. Like you, you 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 go off for for nine months at a time, and you're fending for yourself completely, buying your own groceries, paying for your own gas. Uh, own bills, taking your, taking care of your life, you're organized, you're a whole adult, getting educated about society, all this stuff, and you come back to a quarantine? Quarantine. Not only your parents telling you where you can and can't go, the government telling you where <laughs> you can and can't go, bro. It is annoying, but can't like find I no said, people. Uh, it's necessary, though, you know? <laughs> but necessary don't mean that to everybody, does it? Nope. Bro, let me tell you, I used to go to Walmart all the time. I still go to Walmart all the time. It's, it's down the street, right? It's right here. Down the street. Down the street. <laughs> Bro, in my entire life, <laughs> Walmart has never been as packed as, as it has been during quarantine. I feel like people just be going to, walk, to Walmart just to have fun. Yep. I be going to Walmart. Like listen, I be going to Walmart because I really need stuff, right? I be looking for lights. I'm a TikToker now. For those of y'all who don't know, I got I got the, I got the LED lights. Sam looking at me weird, but listen, it's just the reality of it. China go hack me, but it's all right. Oh man, don't hack me, please. <laughs> but um, I be going for you know little snacks, little stuff, little, little stuff to buy for my family. You know, every time I go, I, I buy them a little something, something. You know, because I'm a, I'm a good c- contributing member of my family and a TikToker. And listen, why are you still judging me for this, bro? When I tell you, every time I go into Walmart, it is 95,000 people. I feel like there's like maybe what? There's, like, there's maybe 300,000 people in Chesterfield County. And one TikToker. And, whoa, we're not going to act like I'm the only TikToker. we also not going to act like I'm the only TikToker in this car. <laughs> so, so listen, just because I turned on the gang, <laughs> y'all not going to 6 9 me. Okay. <laughs> But anyways, um, Walmart has been unbelievably packed. I mean, no toilet paper, <laughs> bro. Bro, that was crazy. No sanitizer. People was people. First of all, the, the hand sanitizer was about to be like thirty dollars a bottle. <laughs> True, <laughs> about to be thirty dollars a bottle for hand sanitizer. People were buying them people all was, up and selling them online. People was buying. I mean, pallets <laughs> of toilet paper. <laughs> It's like, bro, do you think it's the world is blowing up? Like, this is it's just a virus. Like, like we're still living. Just listen, you're not going to die from it. Like, and also, of all things to buy in bulk, why toilet paper? Nobody knows. That doesn't make any sense. I would be buying beans. 
<laughs> cans, of, cans, cans of corn, you know, maybe some some of the raviolis, right? <laughs> some uh, some 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 spaghetti, right? I, I'm I'm gonna buy up on non-perishables. Spaghetti tacos. Toilet paper, my guy. Listen, let's let's keep it all the way funky, my G. <laughs> let's keep it all the way funky. Y'all got some towels that y'all don't use enough. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. You have washing machine. You got some towels. You don't need to be buying so much gosh darn toilet paper, especially all the good stuff. <laughs> Y'all buying all the three, four, five, six plies. <laughs> now I got to use one ply. <laughs> it helped my finger no good. Bro, it's it legit. Hope I don't get myself an accidental prostate exam. <laughs> bro, I, I'm just saying. It made no sense to me, bro. Like, I get it. I get it if you're trying to protect your family and stuff. But, like, bro. Toilet paper, my guy. You gonna make a toilet paper fort, bro? <laughs> and then, okay, so the the real the real thing that that um the real argument, right, against the quarantine and against shutting down the the, the country is realistically, okay, people are losing jobs, right? Because uh, you think about think about all the businesses that can't work, they can't earn money, right? So mm-hmm. Amazon is thriving, obviously. Um, some like Uber Eats, DoorDash, uh, what's the other one? Um, um whatever the f- Grubhub. Grubhub, they're thriving, right? Because you can't really leave the house. Places are only doing to go orders, anyways. I think today, um, you can only eat okay. restaurants. I'm pretty sure today they opened it back up because today was the start of phase one in Virginia. Yeah. So they've been opening back up and, um, they're allowing, I think it's like a total of 30 people or something like that inside of restaurants, something like that, depending on the size of the restaurant and all that. But, um, you know, stuff like that is happening. But uh, at the end of the day, like, there's a, a lot of people losing money. There's a lot of people who can't, you know, pay their workers, a lot of people who can't pay their rent. So, you know, I imagine a lot of people are going to come out of this homeless you know, or, or either have to, maybe have to move, um, maybe have to refinance their homes, you know, certain things like that. There's a lot of, a lot of really bad things happening. So that's the, the real basis for the argument. Um, and then of course you have the people who are going out and being like, well, I just don't want to wear my mask. You can't make me wear my mask. You know, it's my body, my choice. The <laughs> dumbest argument I've ever seen in my life is my body, my choice when it comes to the coronavirus. Because you know why? It's not your body. It's not your choice. What we're doing, what, what what we're trying to prevent, right? When you wear when you wear a mask and when you wear gloves and when you wear PPE, what we're trying to prevent is from you giving your nasty, ugly germs to somebody else, right? True. It's not about you not catching it. <laughs> nobody. I don't want to say nobody cares about you because that's just an angry statement. Because I'm angry right now, but. It's 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 seriously not about you. It's about what you can carry. We understand that you can carry the virus and show no symptoms of it. True. Um, I believe like the what's the the um, not the inhibition period. What am I? Where am I looking? For? The incubation period for the virus is around two days, I think. So like you, for for two days, you can you know not show any symptoms and still have the virus. Yeah. But you can also have the virus and not show any symptoms at all ever. Like you can just be a carrier for it and pass it on to other people. Um, you can also have the virus and not show as severe symptoms as other people, right? It affects everyone differently. And that's been the really, really hard thing about the virus. Um, so 
I believe more conservative-minded people are uh, aiming to open up the country because maybe they don't understand those things. Maybe they don't understand that you know it's 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 more about um, <laughs> it's more about the government trying to control you as opposed to no 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 no, no. it's more about the government trying to to, to save you really. <laughs> um, Save you and save others. You know your family, protect your, your your the people around you, your coworkers, all that type of stuff. But you know there there have been landlords who are still like, hey, I need my money, and like tenants are just like, bro, I can't work. Like, how am I supposed to get you my yeah. money? Like, my job's not gonna pay me for no reason. Um, there have been there have been jobs out there. Shout out to the jobs that have been like, first of all, the jobs of essential workers who have. First of all, shout out to essential workers, right? Who have been working it, thugging it out, thugging it out <laughs> during the pandemic. Um, kudos to you guys for your bravery, your, your courageousness, all that type of stuff. All of our, our first responders. Much love. All of our nurses, doctors, you know, all everybody. that type of stuff. And everybody that is an essential worker, we love you. We appreciate everything you do, all of your sacrifices. You know, you know y'all don't get paid enough for what y'all do. Second shout out goes to the jobs who um, increase the pay of their essential workers. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Target um, increased their pay from I, th- I believe here it was twelve dollars an hour, and they increased it to fifteen dollars an hour for those who work. Um, that's the only one I know really off top. But shout out to those jobs. Shout out to the people who um, to the jobs who gave their workers off and still paid them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my job. Uh, I'm not going to shout out their name because if I say anything that's against company policy, I'll get fired. But um, I know my job, they paid full-time workers and part-time workers who were already on the schedule. I was not already on the schedule because I was at school, so I'm not getting paid. But there are many people who I know for a fact definitely need that money, possibly more than I do. Um, They're getting paid. They're getting taken care of. So shout out to my job for that. Shout out to all other jobs who have been doing that. Um... Yeah, that's all I got on my brain right now. I feel like kind of just dumped it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, how about you know? I felt like during the quarantine there was a one one big struggle for me. Mm-hmm. You want to know what that is? What's that? Couldn't get a haircut, my guy. Woo! Couldn't get fresh. Hey, shout out to me for cutting my own hair. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get fresh. You know what I mean? I couldn't get no nice fade. You know, nice. Yeah. Line up, you know. I couldn't get. It was a struggle, bro. It was. I like, bet it was a struggle for that. And then, like, another thing was that, like you said, my my job laid me off for like months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's a struggle. You feel me? You got no money to, you know, pay different things. In fact, man. But like, I had so many bills hit me at the same time, and I was just like. <laughs> How <laughs> I'm gonna do this? And I didn't, I didn't qualify for the the stimulus thing oh. because I'm a dependent and yeah. I live with my parents and I'm a college student. So they were just like, "Nah, you got it." I was, bro, <laughs> son serious? of a gun. I got a refund from my college because I, I live on campus and they kicked me off campus. So they gave me a two thousand dollar refund for that. That went straight back to my my loan company. I didn't keep any of that money because I was like. Listen, I gotta get these loans paid off, <laughs> and um, we we got they got something called a CARES grant, um, which was I guess it was mandated by the government or funded by the government. It may have been the state of Virginia government, maybe the national government. I don't really know. I didn't really look into it, but 
it was a CARES Act, and they, they got a certain amount of money and sent $576 to every single student. Um, so that's how I've been paying a lot of my bills recently. You know, like my car note just came up. I have an inspection soon. Um, my uh, insurance got paid. Bro, bro, insurance is a mother lover, bro. Yeah, I know, bro. Especially when you pay it, man. So, like, I'm on my parents' insurance plan, and I have to pay it. Um, they pay it one time. Mm-hmm. Like at the beginning of the beginning of the year, they pay it by like June, but at the beginning of the year, and it's one time, and it's like five hundred and eighty dollars or something like that. Dang. I was like, bro, and that's the new plan. Uh-huh. Like we had to get a whole new insurance carrier because the last plan for me alone it was going to be a thousand dollars. I have a perfect driving record, no tickets, no no accidents ever. Never even been in an accident. Never been in a, a passenger in an accident. That's never. Great. I've never. Been, I've, I've been hospitalized probably twice in my life and none of them were for cars that's crazy i was like bro a thousand dollars for me my guy and i don't even i don't drive a sports car like you see my car my car's my car's crap like, my car ain't going a hundred nowhere <laughs> but i'm like but anyways i had to pay that you know all these other things and then like <laughs> you know I, I don't know about you but I be looking into like I'm like bro what if I just like bought an apartment right yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, what yeah. if I just went and got an apartment got like, got me a, a roommate maybe a couple roommates and just like live somewhere and even then I'm like bro nah <laughs> <laughs> I'm like nah all these bills that be hitting me nah my bills be socking me in the face too I feel you bro and it's like I, I can't really save up cause like I got work in school and stuff but mm-hmm. you know it is what it is but uh it's just been it's just been rough, yeah. And I imagine it's been rough for everyone except you know the people who are uh, who are rich. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think they're they're probably fine. But um, I know like comedians are probably having a, a really rough, rough time, especially if they don't have like a podcast or anything um, or YouTube channel, because like they make their living off of being there, right? They make the living off of being. Uh, in a in a place where you perform in front of people and you can't have an audience, it's like what what's the point of like yeah. no one's really shooting a movie as far as I know right now. You shouldn't be. If you are, what you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah. But um but I don't know. Bro. It's been a lot of fire albums coming out. Yeah. I'll tell you that. It's been a lot of fire albums. Shout out to uh yeah listen, y'all go roast me for this. KSI put out his first um his first solo album. Listen, listen. I'm proud of my guy. If you knew where he come from you know what he what he what he was as a rapper for him to have his own solo studio album. I'm proud of him. Was it good? Nope. But <laughs> but listen, he put it out there and it was it was decent. But you know he put out an album. I think Lil Baby put out an album. I think Chris Brown put out an album. Chris Brown put out an album. <laughs> uh, Drake put out a dark tape demo. Dark dark something. He put out something. Um, who else put out some music? Future, Future put out. Oh, the, the streets was toxic, boy, for like two weeks. Future put out some music. That was that was it was whack. But <laughs> but um, Kaylani put out an album. It was okay. Yeah. I listened to it. Yeah, like I like the um, one of her songs, Toxic or whatever. That was alright. I liked. Uh, she had a song, Water. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pull my drawers down right now. <laughs> I'm just playing, <laughs> but um, another thing I've been thinking about though is is the small businesses. I imagine small businesses have been absolutely like torn apart by this, right? Like mm-hmm. the the mom and pop um, 
like the, the your local Chinese restaurant, bro. If you love Chinese food, check on your local people, man. Like, in, so in, invest in them, right? Send some money their way, bro. Like, cause like they need help, you know. Especially cause like I, stigma, racism, all those types of things. Plus, like not being able to have dine-in services. A lot of them don't offer really like to-go services. A lot of them can't, you know. So stuff like that, you know. Just check in on them. Show you know. some love too. Back. Show some love to everybody in your community right now, and man. And the food bank, bro. This is food absolutely is crazy. Absolutely, but um, this I feel like this. Um, I'm about to get really like philosophical and political, so just stick with me. I feel like if anything, this has shown the good side of like socialism, right? So mm-hmm. for those of y'all who don't, oh boy, I gotta be a teacher right now. For those of y'all who don't actually understand socialism, communism, Marxism, anything like that, right? It's been given a really uh, bad name by the by the, the the right media for good reasons, but for the reasons of like we know what happened in Russia, we know what happened in communist China, we know what happened in Cuba, we know what happened in um, Cambodia, Vietnam. We know all about all of those things, right? A lot of people over hunt like. Over 100 million people died from communist revolutions, right? Um, but socialism in, in itself, the idea is just that you sh- you're you sharing the wealth so that you get rid of the hierarchy um, and you get rid of oppression, right? The idea is that it battles capitalism because capitalism is, <clears throat> is oppressors versus the oppressed. Right. So you have your business. The only way your business can really get successful is by oppressing your workers, exploiting your workers, you know, stuff like that. And then you get richer and then, you know, the money gets bigger in the economy, but the money doesn't get spread out because the rich are getting richer and the poor are not true. Um, and so this exposes the really, really good side of socialism, which I fear will turn us into a socialist uh, a socialist state and I I don't think that's going to be the answer to like our problems and um, if anything I think that as opposed to this being like a call for a socialist government it should be a call for a socialist mentality right meaning that like even even in the Bible Jesus explained that <clears throat> like I, I, I don't know the quote exactly but those who who hold on to 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 riches and power will not be blessed you know and it's like you people like i'm just this is just the first name that comes to my mind people like jeff bezos the point is that you don't need however many bill he's he's like set to become a trillionaire right Mm -hmm. the point is that you don't need it right you don't you will never need that much money in your life right unless he's planning on building a rocket and like going to Mars and trying to own Mars or something. Like, you don't need that much money. Um, But, like, personally, I also don't believe it's the government's place to tell you that you don't need that much money, right? Mm -hmm. It's your your choice to spend it. You earned it. It was your trillion-dollar idea, right? Amazon is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's something that that we really, you know, need now, especially during the pandemic. But, that all being said, I think... It, it just exposes how far away we've come from altruistic views and, and true, true Christian values. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, 
if we're all supposed to be children of God and this is supposed to be God's country, why aren't we as willing to to truly help others and to truly um, even educate ourselves as to how we can help others? You know what I'm saying? So I think it, it, it just exposes that we should really, as a society, as a people, search for socialistic views. But it's not the government's, it shouldn't be the government's job to force us to do that, right? Yeah. It should come from our actual hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, just, I mean, I just feel like people should... People are really bad, conservative people especially. People are really bad when it comes to socialist ideas because... What they, what they, all they see is my money is going somewhere. I don't know where it goes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you have socialist ideas, you typically have to pay more taxes um, that go to the state, and the state decides what to do with them, right? State, federal, local, all that type of stuff. Taxes go, and you don't really know where they go. You know, everyone knows that they go towards schools, they go towards the wages of, of state employees, federal employees, um, they go towards, you know, uh, police. Uh, first respond all first responders police ambulance um, or excuse me police EMT fire and rescue all that type of stuff that's where your that's where your taxes go but they also go towards infrastructure they also go towards um dang what am I trying to say I forgot but <laughs> they go towards a bunch of different things but the problem is that you can't see where they go true you know so that's why I like <laughs> that's why I like healthcare is such a big issue right mm-hmm. because or, or health insurance is such a big issue because you're putting money into this system, and if you're not sick and you don't need it, it's like, why should I need health care? Like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, I don't need to pay all this money. But, you know, it's almost like a bank, right? So you put your money into the bank, and then the bank uses that money to help someone else. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, your money is still there, but, like, they <laughs> give it. <laughs> um, and, and so, you know, you, you see health insurance, and you put, you know, a $300 premium in every month. And you're like, bro, but like, I don't, I haven't gotten sick in like six years. And it's like the first time you do, you get that doctor bill and it's $450 and you're like, bro, I just sniffled. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, that's what health insurance is, is there for. But you know, when you put it into the pool, that pool goes towards helping someone who like has ideally, right. Who it helps someone who has like cancer or, you know, a serious surgery or something like that so that the insurance can cover that. But you know, but we can't see that, so we're like, bro, you're taking my money. It's like, it's like actually, I'm I'm redistributing your money to people who who currently need it. I put all that in quotations, all right, because it's not necessarily our job to dictate who needs what, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it's just a socialist ideas are just a really big problem in America right now, and I think it 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 comes from our central like actual central views, and it it comes from the the heart of the the capitalist american dream right where we just build <laughs> everything that we do right and everything is 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 centered in um the dream that you can come to america or you can live in america start your family have your family make as much money as you possibly can and live and drink beer and eat hot dogs and watch football and then die happy right and it's like bro that's not <laughs> That's not it. Like that's not how it really goes for anyone. But I don't know. How, the the question then becomes: How do you change that mentality? Right? Yeah. 
Like, how do you become, how do we, how do we get people who claim to be Christians to get back to real Christian values? And then you face the, the problem of, well, the West has been faced with the death of religion in general, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I believe the, I believe the majority of like the UK is atheist or identifies as atheist. Um, I don't know the split for America, but it's, it's shrinking. Uh, the amount of, of Christianity, the amount of religion in general in America, I believe is shrinking. Um, and even still, it's like when you don't, when you don't believe in a religion, when you don't, um, when you don't believe in a God who is really holding you accountable for your actions at night. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, what I'm speaking of is the idea of a conscience and you know, our conscience, our, our human nature is to be selfish. You have to learn to be selfless. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a big reason why uh, Sunday school is a thing. It's a big reason why churches are, are, are important because you have to learn these things you have to you don't no one learns to be good no one learns to be well excuse me whoa, whoa, whoa. no one is inherently good no one is inherently evil you learn both of these things mm-hmm. and and you choose between them true right but there's a big gray area that we exist in in life because life is not black and white at all and you have to train yourself, your mind, your friends, the people around you, you have to train them to become better about it, to become better minds, to become better people. And when no one's holding you accountable for that, how can you really know what direction you're growing in? True. It's just like a um it's just like grass, right? <laughs> yeah. If you if you <laughs> if you plant beautiful grass, yeah. In a beautiful lot, beautiful area, perfect sunlight, perfect amount of rain, perfect soil, right? It'll grow and it'll be beautiful. Yeah. But if you don't cut it, if you don't analyze and revise it, hey, right? Analyze and revise. What's gonna happen? It's either gonna it's either gonna get too much sun, it's gonna freaking die. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna burn up and die. It's gonna dry out. Or it's gonna it's gonna overgrow. It's gonna grow out of control. It's no longer gonna be beautiful, it's gonna be chaotic. Yeah. And I feel like that's where we've become. We've we've grown out of control and we've just become chaos. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. And it, like we, I, 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 <laughs> like, like there's no. Oh man, it, it's I don't know. I think there's a way back, and I think we can find a way back. But for sure, it 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 starts one. Sadly, it starts one person at a time. Yeah, and it starts from listening and not from talking. True. You have to. People you, love to talk. The art of war, bro. You have to understand your enemy more than you even understand anything else. True. You cannot fight someone if you don't understand them. True. If you if you have if you've ever been in a real fight, if you've ever been in like a like a sanctioned like jujitsu MMA fight, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. You think you think Conor McGregor just shows up and is just like, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he may talk like he does. No. no. He watches hours. Upon hours, upon hours of his enemy understanding how he fights, understanding his strengths, understanding his weaknesses, and and then he has to go into the ring and execute. That's the same thing we have to do with conversations in America. True. The same thing we have to do, I mean, like, you can't do that with the coronavirus itself, right? 
we can do that with each other. Mm-hmm. We, we need to listen to each other, understand each other, know our, our struggles, know what's really going on with each other, why we're angry, why we're upset, why we're scared. That's what happens. Chaos is really what happens when people are terrified. Because when you're scared, when you're terrified, when you're humiliated, when you're embarrassed, you act out of character. True. You, because you just act. You act on emo- upon emotion upon, instead of upon strategy. True. A big thing I think Malcolm X said, like, you have to act upon strategy, not upon emotion. True. And, you know, I think people are just done hearing strategies because, well, how, how long have we been lied to by politicians? <laughs> how, long, how long have we had conspiracy theories, in quotation marks, around the government and how the government just wants to control the people and, you know, the government just wants to, to see us all in, like, they only want their own personal gain. It's like, okay, maybe. Now what? <laughs> like right no. like how do we survive that let's talk about it you know I don't, I don't know I, it just it's, it starts from listening it starts from understanding and it starts from a place of of compassion for one another and if, if we if we lack that then we'll always just be selfish selfish chaotic beings and this will no longer be a, a nation this will just be a, a bunch of individuals in a on a, on a landmass. <laughs> like that's all that's all America will be. And you know, if you're an individualist, cool, do you? <laughs> but I, I definitely think that there's a way back for us. I think that you know, under the right leadership. That's another thing. Oh man, leadership. Leadership. How many? Like, listen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this. Don't take it the wrong way. Who Who is your favorite black leader right now? Do you know any? Hmm. Hmm. Actual black leader who leads actual movements. Do you know any? Like today? Yeah, right now. No. Not really. I can think of Colin Kaepernick. But he's been he's been blackballed by the media. Because mm. he didn't want to play by their rules. Um... Like, who else we got for real? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm saying that we're both saying that from a a, a place of just the common human being, the common U.S. citizen from, you know, and it's like, do you think anyone in America didn't know Malcolm X's name back in like the 19, mid 19, the late 1960s, early 1970s? You think anyone didn't know his name? Like, even if they don't teach about him in schools, like, everyone knows who, everyone has heard of Malcolm X, right? Mm. Even today. Obviously, everyone has heard of of Martin Luther King Jr. Whether you like what he did or not, everyone has heard of him. Yeah. You know, and he, of course, he has his scandals. We're going to do an episode about that, too, by the way. It's going to be an episode called uh, No More Heroes. But um, whether you like him as a person or not, he changed the world he was an excellent, excellent leader, right? He, for more or less, I don't want to say he united the black people because he didn't, but for more or less, he united a cause and got something done, right? And so I, I ask you that question because it's like, who, what real leaders do we have? You know, True. I can't, bro, I can't turn to like Joe Biden and be like, hey, bro, like, can I can I hug you and cry it out? Because, like, <laughs> I hate being black in America or I hate being poor in America or I hate, you know, something like that. You know why? Because he's not that. 
he's never been black. <laughs> like, unless he has some real serious vitiligo, like Michael Jackson, Joe Biden has never been black. As far as I know, he's never really been, like, poor, you know? So it's like, that point being said, it's like, what real leaders do we have taking us through the coronavirus right now? Mm-hmm. And how do we decide who should be leading <coughs> us, you know? I personally believe that actual, uh, man, y'all go roast me for this. Is it epistemologists? People who actually study, like, uh, viruses and diseases and, and pathology and stuff. People like that should be leading the information, mm-hmm. right? Listen, I don't care what you think about Donald Trump. He is not a scientist, bro. <laughs> like, he does not need to be telling me what I should be putting in my body. When he said that we should be putting bleach and Lysol inside our body, I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> that is not my man. <laughs> like, that's not my leader. Like, he, listen, I, I, I'm not going to take a stance on Trump. That's not what I'm here to do. But what I'm saying is, like... We have to be able to identify real leaders. And I, as a normal citizen, cannot right now. Off top. Who bro, bro, you know what's sad? I go to I go to Joe Rogan for a lot of my like coronavirus information. Really? Do you know what like does anyone know what Joe Rogan does? He's a he's a comedian. He's a fight analyst. Like what? Why should I be going to Joe Rogan? Over because he's because I go to Joe Rogan not because he's smart but I go to Joe Rogan because he's invited um, epidemiologists epistemologists whatever they're called I don't know disease experts right virus experts he's invited them onto his show and they've explained how bad the coronavirus was uh, how about how bad it is what it does like all this type of stuff instead of going to the president of the United States of America how does that make sense it is what it is. <laughs> I'm done ranting. (laughs) (laughs) I've said enough. (laughs) I don't want it to seem like I've taken a political stance because that's not what this episode is for. What I've done is explain the problems with America and I've given a a way that we can get back. Um, For those of you who who want um, serious, like, in-depth discussion about certain things going on in America right now um you know given bro there's a lot going on there's a lot going on we can't talk about all of it for for reasons but yeah. I recommend a YouTube channel it's called Bo of the Fifth Column I believe he's an ex-police officer um ex-military maybe something like that but I mean that guy he is so politically smart he's a moderate he doesn't take sides on anything except for the truth and except for justice. So y'all go check him out if you really care about these types of problems. Um, that guy is really, really, really smart. Um, and he says a, a lot of really informative things that we as the public should know. Mm-hmm. But that's really all I got to say about it, man. It is what it is, my guy. It is what it is. Coronavirus 2020, the day the world, the the, the, the year the world changed, bro. Do you think it'll, everything will go back to normal after this? Yeah, like, do you think anything will ever be the exact same? I don't think so. Because we're still going to be paranoid. Maybe. I mean, I'm not paranoid now. Yeah, but, you know, people still. Yeah, people are people. dumb. <laughs> people are wild, but I don't know. I really think that, um, I don't know. 
I don't I don't even know what to think anymore to be honest because I mean the world is the world is what it is but yeah. we've we've been through things like this right we've been through SARS we've been through the Spanish flu mm-hmm. um and the world has changed significantly since then but not necessarily in the in the form of how we look at viruses most people mm-hmm. but um I don't know maybe a lot of people will be germaphobes after this <laughs> but I don't, I don't really know what it is what it is my guy I tell you what I will appreciate personal space a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was already like a person, like I was always like a don't freaking touch me, don't hug me person. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I come to you, do not hug me. I hate it. But um, I think now I'm, I'm definitely going to be more of like a, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to be dapping so many people up. Like I'm going to dap my close friends up. Everybody else, y'all get the fist bump. You get the elbow. You get the, the little, the little wrist, wrist bones, <laughs> whatever that is. But uh, Wakanda Like I'll give you that But like bro I'm not I don't know about all this uh, Dapping up Handshaking You know None of the Kissing on the cheek bro Uh uh-uh. uh Kiss me on the cheek You might get choke slammed Out of there bro I'll turn into Kane Real quick <laughs> Oh my god But yeah That's all I got to talk about man I mean That's all I got bro It is what it is It is what it is man The world is a crazy place But anyways <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Y'all follow us on social media, Tricky.3. And your boy calling me space underscore. <laughs> That's the public one. But, but uh, yeah. yeah, that was another episode. And so, uh, with that being said, Righteous Warriors, we out. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>